golf betting clubs the closing stretch this week it's the Mexico Open at Vedanta and Diane Knoxville is joined by Duncan and Neil Campbell now guys at the start of the week um, with this being a new course on the PGA Tour all the hype was saying it was one for the Bombers and it certainly lived up to the expectation yeah absolutely Dan I, I actually stumbled upon an interview with the tournament director um, on Sunday night and he was uh, very confident about how the, the rough won't be an issue this week and it's going to play long and we're going to see the Bombers prevail and I think that's what led to me being so strong on Cameron Champ at the start of the week um, so we had a podcast um, we did a four of the win for Bet Rivers and I was saying it's actually my strongest bet of the season um, I, I just couldn't believe he was 50-1 to one after how he played at the Masters um, so all, all parts of his game looked in great order and I thought, longest driver on tour, surely he's going to be at an advantage on this course. Mm-hmm. And it's proved correct, but it was a, I was tearing my hair out at his finish yesterday, which, which uh, we'll see if he can get back from today, but fingers crossed. Well, we're going to talk about Champ, who's two back at 13 under. Duncan, John Ram is leading the pack at 15 under par. He was the real like headline superstar name heading into this week. And, you know, I was a little bit surprised to see him in the field in the first place. But, you know, he was 100% the favourite heading into the week. And um, he's been leading 15 under par, two shot lead now, and, you know, opening with a 64. So what do you make of John Ram? and uh, this performance that we're seeing from him. Yeah, it's, he, he's looked excellent, hasn't he? You know, at the start of the week, he was only four to one. Uh, and Neil and I spoke about him a lot. And, and we were kind of of the opinion that if he goes ahead and wins a tournament, having started at four to one, you know, we're happy to let that pass. Um, you know, four to one just wasn't a backable price, uh, in our opinion. You know, even though the course suits, uh, and, you know, he's looked great this week, you know, the four to one at the start of the week just wasn't a price that we were willing to entertain. Um, and, 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 you know, if he goes on and wins today, then so be it. Um, but, he, but he has looked excellent so far this week. There's no denying that. And, and his interviews after each round have just been oozing confidence. You know, he's been talking about how he's been playing really well. You know, the putter's been working. Um, even after yesterday's round, he was talking about how he could feel that all the fans were, were cheering him on. And like he was the favourite, you know, amongst the, the locals. Um, so it certainly seems like everything is going in Ram's favour at the moment. Uh, and he's obviously very much the man to beat going into the final round. And, you know, world number two, obviously, maybe that gave him a little bit of a boost knowing that Scheffler knocked him off the world number one spot at the Masters. But we just haven't really seen this consistent form from Ram lately. So, um, you know, even at four to one, like there was a question mark over him just with how he's been playing lately. However, as you say, he's been solid tee to green throughout the whole week. But we're not looking at him today. He's not going to be our favourite pick. (laughs) Oh, he's a, he's a hundred percent a favourite to win, um, and and if you look back at his round yesterday, he actually didn't pull a putt of any size until the 18th hole. Um, although he wasn't hitting his approaches um, extremely close, they were always that sort of mid range. Mm-hmm. Um, but if Ram can find a few more putts, he's going to be very hard to beat. And I think I think we're going to have to find someone coming at him rather than than him going back to the pack today because his tee to green game he just doesn't look like he's got many misses in him. Yeah, and that, that short compact swing just looked tremendous this week. Mm-hmm. I, I think maybe the one thing to say about Ramo just before we move on is that you know he has let a couple of opportunities slip yeah. since he won the US Open last year, hasn't he? Um, you know he, he obviously went toe to toe with um, Cam Smith at the Tournament of Champions at the start of the year, uh, and Cam Smith got the better of him. You know Ram wasn't wasn't excellent that day. 
Um, and Smith obviously prevailed. And then he had a chance at the Farmers, um, I think, as well, in January. Um, and he let that one slip as well. So, you know, he's, he's not infallible uh, when he's leading uh, or near the top. Um, and the others, like Neil says, if one of them makes a go at it, I think, you know, they've got a chance. Mm-hmm. OK, well, let's kind of work down the leaderboard. Um, just two shots back and in a tie for second, Kurt Kitayama and Cameron Champ. We were all just saying that we were kicking ourselves that we didn't pick Kitayama because he has been playing really well and he's one of these players who's 100% trending in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think that if you look back at where his European Tour wins um, have come, or his DP World Tour, as it is now, uh, have come, they've been kind of similar type of courses. You know, he talked about how his wins have come on island-type uh, resort courses, uh, you know, Paspalum grass. He's a long hitter of the ball. He ticks, like, loads of boxes this week, um, and he's certainly one that's got away from us. Um, the one kind of thing about Kitayama is that he, he was few kind of tee shots yesterday that were that were a bit wide, uh, and there was some certainly some iron shots towards the end as well um, on, on the path three. I think it's the 16th or 17th. Uh, that was a really wide shot. Um, so question marks about Kitayama, but certainly one that got away at the start of the week when you think about all the boxes that he ticks. Yeah, and uh, what a position for him to be in. Right, Neil, I'm coming to you for the Cameron Champ chat, though, because, as I said, he's two back, 13 under par, has played great all week, 67, 66, 67, and you backed him at the very start of the week, getting a great price for Champ. Yeah, like I said, so strong in him, and, and throughout most of the round yesterday, I couldn't have felt more confident. Um, when he was on the fifteenth, when he was on the fifteenth fairway, I thought it was just a brilliant round he was piecing together, mm-hmm. and he's just made two mistakes on fifteen and sixteen with short irons going in. Um, he's he's overclubbed and he's short sided himself basically, and he's uh, he's thrown away his lead, and then he he failed to capitalise on the the reachable par five on the eighteenth. So I think that's going to be a hard one for Champ to overcome mentally, and I think that his start um, first few holes will probably. We'll see how, which way his round is going to go. Um, although he is, you know, you can't say he's not a closer. He's won three times in the last four years on tour. Um, he has thrown away a couple of opportunities in the past um, when he's coming into the final round, just one or two shots off the lead. Um, so I personally believe uh, he sometimes gets too aggressive. And I think that's what we've seen yesterday. He was he was attacking pins that maybe he could have played a little bit more conservative on yeah. the 15th and 16th. Um, so I would have preferred him going into the lead, uh, final round with the lead. Um, but hopefully he can work himself into the lead early on and then I would, then I would be confident from there on. Okay. Uh, you got him at the start of the week at 50 to 1. Well, actually, he went up, wasn't he? He was 50 to 1 and then you got him at, what, 60, 66 to 1? Oh, yeah, I think he opened at 66 to 1 briefly. Um, it wasn't, there wasn't enough time for us to get the tip out to the subscribers. So we, we, we got the 50 to 1. Um, which was eight places as well, so we're happy enough with that. Yeah, and it was it was our strongest staking of the year as well. I think we put one point five points each way, which is which is quite a heavy staking for us. Okay. So. okay, and then there's another name that you picked at the start of the week as well. Who again? I'm kicking myself because I've been so big on him. He was one of my top picks alongside Will Zalatoris at the Zurich, and then they ended up with a fantastic finish. But uh, Davis Riley. Is 12 under, so three back right now. And uh, you guys had backed him at the start of the week too. Yeah, absolutely. He, he was another one that kind of ticks the formula or ticks the boxes um, that, that we were looking for this week. You know, he's long off the tee. 
uh, in good recent form. Uh, he actually uh, won on the Corn Ferry Tour on a Jack, uh, sorry, a Greg Norman design, uh, which is uh, you know a similar uh, design that we've got this week. Uh, and he's won outside of mainland USA as well. You know, he won in um, Panama uh, as well when he was on the Corn Ferry Tour. So you know, he's shown that he likes Greg Norman designs. He's shown that he can win outside of mainland USA, and, and he's a long hitter. So he ticked a lot of the boxes this week for us. Um, and, and he was another one that we liked to go well this week. Uh, and he's certainly got a chance. You know, he's putting really well uh, this week. And he, he spoke again in his post-round interview about how he's been striking the ball really well for the last you know month or so. Um, and, and if that continues and the putter continues to, to to go well, then he's certainly got a chance. You know, he's he's certainly going to win a tournament on the PGA Tour very soon. Yeah, well done, you guys, for backing him at the start of the week. What price did you get for him? He was 50 to 1 as well. Okay. Okay. And with this field, I mean, we talk about John Ram being the kind of headliner, but with the, um, I guess I hate saying reduced quality field, it really is such an opportunity week for someone like Riley, you know, rookie year on tour has been playing well, had a great week last week, you know, has experience on a course like this coming into a week like this. And, you know, he's obviously only three back heading into the final round. It is a real opportunity day for him. And I think that's a good point as well. I think it's a great opportunity, these sort of events where we come to a new course that, that no one's seen. It's kind of almost a leveller for these rookies. And um, So we're seeing the likes of Kurt Kitayama and Davis Riley up there. It's a perfect opportunity to back them because most weeks they're playing courses that these guys have, have played five to ten times. And whereas this week everyone's coming in a little bit blind. So I think that was another factor for, for backing Riley. And um in fact, at the current odds, I'm just looking now, Cameron Champ is 13 to 2 and Davis Riley is 14 to 1. Wow. I think out of the two, I would prefer Riley. Um, just after how how he performed um at the Valspar when he took on Sam Burns. Um I, I just think that recent contention will put him in good stead today and it's almost double the price. Um if you were getting involved today and you you aren't a subscriber to our tips, I would probably be leaning towards Riley at 14s. Okay. Right, um, Duncan, are we looking any further back than Riley at 12 under? Um, I, I, I don't think Nate Lashley has the firepower uh, in, in order to, to kind of mount a challenge. I know he had a very good round yesterday, but he kind of played a little bit earlier in the day. Uh, and we've seen throughout the week that the wind really kicks up here. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of discounting Nate Lashley, even though he's a proven performer on, on kind of island courses as well. Um, I, I'd take Nate, Lash, Nate Lashley out of the equation. Um, Neil likes Patrick Rogers. Uh, we liked Rogers at the start of the week and we actually put him up uh, for, for first round leader uh, and he finished just outside each way places. Um, so it would be really frustrating for us if Patrick Rogers goes on and, and wins. You know, having uh, we had that discussion at the start of the week about Rogers. You know, do you like him better as a first round leader or uh, to win the tournament? And, and Rogers tends to be someone that starts fast and kind of maybe fades away as the, as the tournament progresses. So we were quite happy with our first round leader decision. Uh, and so if he goes on to win, you know, that'll be that'll be a bit of a, a disappointment. But I think like really you're looking at the top six, um, you know, you're going to have to catch Ram. And I can't see Ram, you know, going backwards too much. You know, he might shoot one or two under, uh, you know, have a slow day. But I think really someone's going to have to have a low round. Um, and with that wind kicking up in the afternoon, that kind of limits the scoring in the afternoon, I think. Um, so I would be looking too far outside the top six uh, for me. Okay. And I'll let Neil outline the case for Patrick Rogers for you. I know, I can tell that he's itching to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the case was fairly obvious for Rogers at the start of the week. I think 
I think uh, Patrick Rogers' weakness is in general, he's a wild driver. Um, and as soon as I heard there was room off the tee this week um, and you want to bomb it as far up there as possible to give yourself a shorter iron, uh, <coughs> he, was, he was top of, you know, he was very high on my shortlist. Yeah. Um, and then we had that discussion and we're, we're kicking ourselves now um, that we didn't go outright instead of first round lead. Um, but he, no, he's right in there. He was he was bogey free yesterday. Um, he's, he's playing just as well on it as anyone. And I think coming from off the pace definitely suits someone like Rogers who hasn't um, crossed the line yet. He's had several um, near misses, I think three or three second place finishes, mm-hmm. um, one of which um, was a final round 64 in the RSM. I think that was back in 2018 and he lost in a playoff then. So I just think it's the sort of event where I think he's great. I was this week, um, today, 20, 20 to one um, and he's only three back of Ram and you can get the three places under each way if you're betting each way, which we will be. Um, so we're going to have a, a small bet on Rogers um, just to make up our trio of challengers to ram today. I like it. I think it's I also mean, interesting that, um, that, that Rogers won outside of mainland uh, USA as well. You know, okay. He won in uh, Bogota uh, in the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, so he's another that ticks that box of you know having won outside of mainland yeah. USA. So there's, there's certainly a kind of trend this week if, if the tour comes back um, next year. We're certainly looking for those kind of players who have shown that they're, they're long off the tee, have won, you know, maybe are performed well outside of mainland USA. Um, and, and I think six of the top seven, as we go into this final round, are in the top 50 in driving distance this year yeah. uh, on the PGA Tour. So so really, it's if we come back, you know, make sure we look for driving distance in Mexico. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then uh, do you have a parlay today, Dunk? No parlay today. I think the bookmakers have actually got the prices uh, pretty much spot on um, for a lot of the three balls. Um, th- there is one bet, though, that I, that I like, and it's, it's, it's going to be small stakes, um, but I think Grayson Murray is worth a bit of interest to finish in the top 20. Um, if you read our previews, you know that we select a couple of players on the preview who narrowly missed out on selection uh, for subscribers. Uh, Grayson Murray was 500 to 1 this week. Okay. Uh, and he was under cons- under consideration uh, due to the fact that he was third in Puerto Rico uh, last year. So another you know performance outside of mainland USA. Yeah. Um, and he had a strong finish on the Corn Ferry Tour on his last start. He was 26th. Um, now, Grayson started really slowly this week. He had a 73 in the opening round. And he only made the cut on the number. Um, but yesterday was a really strong day. You know, he's had two strong days in a row now. Uh, bogey free yesterday as well which is notable uh, and he's currently in 24th uh, place at the moment one shot outside of the top 20 and you can get him at 3-1 to one to finish in the top 20 yeah. um, so I think if you're looking for an alternative bet today Grayson Murray at 3-1 to one to finish in the top 20 would be my uh, my bet but is he beating Kevin now? that's the <laughs> <'cause> that's the <laughs> beef that was on the range at the start of the week wasn't it between the two of them yeah I'm, I'm, Absolutely. I think Grayson's got beef with everyone, does he not? <laughs> my um, my complete outsider pick was Martin Trainer at the start of the week. But I was like, you know, I think I, I tipped him for a top 40 finish, <laughs> which the odds were still really good. But um, he had a six under round on Friday and he's sitting T35 five under right now. So... You know, again, another long hitter who is not necessarily very accurate off the tee, but again, it's just not penalising at this course. So he's another one that's one outside the mainland USA. Yeah. 
that was my he went to, me- went to Mexico as well didn't he so yeah. um yeah definitely follow the trends I know, I know, these exotic destinations. (laughs) Right, guys, thank you so much. Um, We're hoping for a big money day from Cameron Champ or Davis Riley or potentially Patrick Rogers because that would make Neil very happy. (laughs) I think think Champ's the big one for sure. Um, And, you know, from what the guys are saying, it just proves why you should be part of Golf Betting Club and subscribe and get involved. Duncan, talk a little bit about how it works and what you guys send out every week. Yeah, so every week, uh, once you subscribe, we send out our tips uh, using a service called Telegram. It's similar to WhatsApp, uh, if you perhaps use WhatsApp already. Um, But we'll send out our tips on a Tuesday or Wednesday, and we'll give a range of different tips. So we'll have outright tips. We might have some first-round leader selections like we did this week. Uh, It could be a top 20 or a top 40 bet, or even a match bet. You know, we quite often give out tips uh, on on match bets. You know, we had a really good match uh, uh, tip last week where we found out that Marcel Siem had been injured on the European tour uh, and we told our subscribers to oppose Marcel Siem in the first round and, and, and obviously that then went on to win because Marcel hadn't played in the last seven weeks. So it's not just the outright tips that we give. You know, We give a whole range of, of different selections and if we get any information, we obviously pass it on to, to subscribers. Um, so you can go into the website, golfbettingclub.com and you can find out how to subscribe there and that'll give you a link uh, to sign up. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us at Golf Betting Club on Twitter. Yep, always very active on Twitter with the action. And then this show comes out every Sunday. We have the show on the podcast as well. So if you can subscribe on YouTube and then all the other podcast apps and sites, that would be great. And well, let's hope for a very profitable day. Come on, Cameron Champ. (laughs) 